Hello listeners of the Political Puzzler podcast. Today's your lucky day. Today you'll see a glimpse of what it's like if you're subscribed to Puzzler Premium. Pay as little as $4 a month for Puzzler Premium. You get access to Monday, Wednesday, and Friday briefings sent directly to you on what's going on in the world of politics. Thank you so much for listening, and here's a bonus episode of the Monday Morning Briefing Show, something our premium subscribers get every Monday. Let's begin. Hello and good morning, listeners, to the Monday Morning Briefing Show. My name is Stuart, and thank you so much for subscribing. We have a big week ahead. Let's get into it. We hope you had a good weekend. This week is big for Biden. He's focusing on getting his infrastructure deals off the ground in the House of Representatives. The Iran nuclear deal discussions are currently on hold since several parts of the deal seem to be unable to be compromised. And Biden's meeting with Senator Shelley Moore Capito today to discuss the infrastructure discussions. On Friday, the May jobs report was released. It wasn't what economists were expecting. It was a little worse than what they were expecting, but it wasn't too bad. The unemployment dipped to 5.8%, down from 6.1%. The report shows how businesses are still unable to find enough workers as the pandemic continues to dissipate, and the economy is slowly but surely rebounding. We have an amazing list of top three headlines, so let's get into it. Our first headline is Senator Joe Manchin voices strong opposition to the Democrat voting bill. Our second headline is negotiations are heating up as Biden and Capito are trying to reach a deal soon. And our third story is a historic global minimum tax deal has been reached after the G7 backed Biden's tax plan. Story number one is Senator Joe Manchin voices strong opposition to the Democrat voting bill and leaves the filibuster untouched. Senator Joe Manchin is back in the spotlight again. The Democrat West Virginia senator voiced strong opposition towards S-1, also known as For the People Act, and promised to vote against the legislation. The For the People Act passed the House of Representatives, and the bill is now awaiting in the Senate. Only 49 senators have showed support towards the bill. Those 49 senators are all Democrats, and Joe Manchin is the only senator Democrat senator to voice opposition to the bill. Basically, Manchin disavowing this bill means it has no chance of getting passed whatsoever until the midterm elections. President Biden strongly supported the For the People Act and said that it needs to be passed. With Manchin opposing the bill, there's no path forward. Senator Manchin is working with Republican Senator Lisa Murkowski on a possible voting bill that could be bipartisan, but it's unknown what will happen next. S-1, or For the People Act, would federalize elections across the country. Most Democrats strongly support these measures after Republicans across the country pass voting bills that Democrats believe will curb voter turnout. Manchin has said that he will leave the filibuster untouched, which is a crushing blow to Democrats and progressives. On Sunday, Senator Manchin was a guest on Fox News Sunday with Chris Wallace. Manchin told Wallace that he has confidence in the current bipartisan infrastructure negotiations Manchin is proud of how Senate Republicans and President Biden have come so far from their original proposals, trying to meet in the middle. Manchin was pressed if he would vote for a bill only supported by Democrats, and Manchin said he has huge confidence in the current ongoing negotiations. Our second story is negotiations are heating up as Biden and Capito are trying to reach an infrastructure deal soon. Today, President Biden is going to be meeting with Senator Shelley Moore Capito, and they'll meet regarding the ongoing infrastructure discussions. On Friday, President Biden and Senator Capito met, and Biden rejected the GOP's most recent offer, so we aren't totally sure how today's meeting will go over. 
Republicans are pointing fingers at signs of inflation and are asking Biden to slam on the brakes with new government spending. Biden has heard concerns of Republicans and economists. Biden even went so far as to call Larry Summers, the former Treasury Secretary under Bill Clinton. Summers has criticized Biden's spending, calling on Biden to halt the brakes and huge new spending. Treasurer Secretary Janet Yellen has said that inflation could reach 3% this year. Progressives are sweating as Biden continues to negotiate with Republicans. One of the biggest problems with negotiations have been how the bill will be financed. Who's going to pay for the bill? Republicans have a red line. They don't want to undo parts of Donald Trump's 2017 tax bill. Biden has another idea. He floated a corporate tax floor of 15%, arguing that it would raise money from corporations that paid less than 15% in taxes. And progressives want Biden to ditch Republicans and go bold alone. They want a big, bold bill, but Biden wants a bipartisan deal. Our key takeaway is as negotiations are heating up, progressives are asking Biden to ditch Republicans. Biden isn't ditching yet. Our third story is a historic global minimum tax agreement has been reached after the G7 backed Biden's tax plan. President Joe Biden and Secretary of Treasury Janet Yellen have been pushing for the global community to create a global minimum tax. The G7 met over the weekend and agreed on a global minimum tax. The United Kingdom Finance Minister Rishi Sonak announced the agreement in a video that was posted on Twitter Saturday saying the G7 finance ministers had reached an agreement. The United States, UK, Canada, France, Italy, Germany, and Japan all reached a historic agreement that will try to enforce companies from paying taxes and trying to eliminate tax loopholes. All seven countries agreed that companies would be required to pay at least 15% regardless of where they locate their headquarters. This is a big win for the Biden administration, but Janet Yellen and President Biden still have a lot of work to do if they want to carry out Biden's campaign promises regarding taxes in the economy. Currently, President Biden is trying to raise the corporate tax rate in the United States to 28% for corporations. It's at 21. And it's an ambitious goal with such a razor-thin majority in Congress that we'll pan our camera to the midterm elections and however that happens could make or break whether or not Biden changes the tax code. Biden and Yellen believe that a global minimum tax would create a level playing field by prohibiting companies to shift profits from certain countries to others. Opponents of the tax plan believe it could power companies like China and Russia who could use the opportunity to attract companies to create tax havens. Yellen's next job will be to work with other countries to agree to a global minimum tax and see how that pans out. Our key takeaway is President Biden has achieved a historic victory by receiving the backing of global minimum tax from the G7, seven of the biggest countries in the world, showing the shift in support for making companies pay higher taxes. Next up, the rest of the world. Thank you so much, puzzlers, for ris- Thank you so much, puzzlers, for listening to this episode of the Monday Morning Briefing Show. We hope you have a great morning and a great week. You're amazing, and thanks for subscribing. Adios. Hey listeners, the Political Puzzler Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Monday Morning Briefing Show. If you enjoyed it, consider subscribing. Go to thepoliticalpuzzler.com slash subscribe. That's thepoliticalpuzzler.com slash subscribe. Have a great rest of the week.